Welcome to the Joy Bruce Audio Podcast. Lady Reverend Dr. Joy Bruce is a blessed daughter of Bishop Dark Heward Mills and the pastor of the First Love Church, ADSE. These messages contain practical wisdom that will transform you and provide focus and direction for your life. Listen and be blessed as she shares with you wisdom from the Word of God. Stand to your feet this afternoon. Hallelujah. You want to just bow down your head and you want to pray and ask the Lord to speak to you in these few moments that we have left of this afternoon. That the word of God will enter into your heart and do what God himself has planned. That you will not be stony ground. You will not be thorny ground. But the word will meet a soft heart where it will land and it will bring forth good fruit in your life. Thank you for this morning to gather oh god at your feet thank you for all the singing the dancing the happiness that we can have right here in your presence as we come before your word i pray that you will speak to us oh god and that our lives will never be the same thank you in jesus name amen take your seat hallelujah amen as if the children are gone, I'm sure you can remove some of the chairs so that it doesn't look like that. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Tell to your neighbor, tell your neighbor, I'm glad you are in church with me. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. May we never take it for granted that we can come to church. It's not everywhere in the world that it is possible. Oh, it's true. Some places you can't go to church. When you go to church, you have to shut the door. Or you have to hide before you can go to church. Are you there? Some places too, you cannot smile when you are in church. Some places you cannot clap when you are in church. Amen. So when you can come and you can be yourself and you can enjoy the presence of God, shout if you want, dance if you want. Don't take it for granted. Amen. Hallelujah. Never take it for granted. Amen. And we thank the young children also for blessing us this morning. Amen. Some of you, if you had been in a church like this at that age, your life would have been different. Oh, it's true. You would not have made the mistakes that you are making. Yeah. But at that age, you were walking around. And you follow and go to the funeral grounds. And then when they are playing certain music, then you'll be there. Half undressed, boogieing. Yeah. Uh, we shouldn't say it. Allow me to say it. Allow me to say it. <laughs> yeah. Allow me to say it. Yeah. So your life took another path. Cry. And so now, by the mercy of God, he's trying again to gather you unto himself. I thank God that he doesn't just give up on us and say that, oh, I tried to draw you once you didn't come. I tried to draw you another time you didn't come. I thank God that he keeps on trying to draw us unto himself. Amen. But if you have also answered and you have drawn close, then don't draw away again. Don't go away again. Is that okay? Allow me to say it now. Yeah. 
And for the entire month, we have been talking about why we shouldn't backslide and the things that make us backslide. Are you here? And the truth of the matter is that as we are in Ghana today, the church is backsliding. Yeah. The church is backsliding. Ajay, the church, you have become quiet. (laughs) Yeah. The church is backsliding. You have come to church as if you are in your hall. You have come to church where God is to chat, to take out your phone, and to be Facebooking. Please push your name. Is it you they are talking about? (laughs) As you are in church, then somebody calls you, then you take the phone and you go outside. Listen. The whole week, you don't remember God. If you have happened to come to his house for just two hours, just give him that small respect that for two hours, you will concentrate on the things concerning him. Yeah. So if your phone is disturbing, you switch it off. Or put it on silent. You know, I wonder how important uh, you are. Hey. Just put it on No, because if even a human being we respected came into this room, you'll see that what I'm saying is true. So we are here, and our MP, who I don't know, <laughs> comes to pay us a visit. You will not, in the middle of it, go outside to pick your phone. No matter whether you are on this side of the political line or that side, you will just give him a certain respect that if he's happened to come, yeah. If you are the type, I'm looking for a chair. I'm looking for a chair. All my actors have had to go to Accra. So, you <laughs> good. Thank you, Pastor Augustine. Will you oblige me, please? You have come to church. <laughs> so this is how you have been sitting in church. The day that you come and the MP has come to tell us whatever he has come to tell us, is that how you sit in the church? You immediately correct yourself. How much more in the presence of God? Or you are not understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. The MP can't change your life if you didn't know. Please, I've told you, I don't know him. And it's not because of which party he's in. But if you are my age, you will know that the one thing that cannot change your life is another human being. Yeah. You just know. You are young. You have just arrived. That's why you are thinking that it is by football or it is by... Uh, uh, what? It can't change your life. Look, who played yesterday? Germany and who? Who, who won? Germany won. Did it change your life? I told you. I told you. It can't change your life. <laughs> Thank you. Are you with me? So what I'm saying is that you will realize that all those things are part of life, but they can't really change your life. But the one who can change lives is God. And it is the word of God. The thing your mother cannot make you do, the word of God can make you do it. The thing your father cannot make you do, the word of God can make you do it. The thing that all our laws and legislations cannot make you do, the word of God can make you do them. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Hey, when we come to church, the pretense is plenty. 
the way you are looking at me, when you mean can have come and say, when you come and say, I'm a son of a radio son of a please remove your mask and be yourself. Hey, please. Ah. Yeah. Amen. All the things that you are doing and the struggles that you are struggling, it is God. It is God. Yeah. This morning they were telling me about some people's results and this and that. I said they should go and tell them that the person who makes a difference is God. Oh, me, Abishab, I will learn. Oh, Mali, you have not met a mosquito at the wrong time. A mosquito at the wrong time. Or you went to eat some jollof. Now when him said jollof, you know how sometimes taste is okay, but it's going. Now we could try them. You will be in the exam. But God makes a difference. And when we come into church, it is the word of God that has the power to change us. Are you with me? It has what? Power. It has power to change us. So when you come into church and you are bored by the word of God, you need help from above because you are bored with the thing that will help you. Uh-huh. Wow. We've been talking about backsliding. Because some of us have served God before, but you are coming backwards. Some of you haven't even started. So you let me just tell you ahead of time. And this is the last week on this topic. Next week, because the month is finishing. We tend to change topics each month so that, you know, you don't eat only one food. So allow me to just... Hallelujah. I was talking about why if you are somebody who's trying to serve God what are the things that will make you not able to continue you keep on sliding backwards and coming forwards and in the first week of the month I spoke to you about shallowness not being deep in the things of God when you say something is shallow it cannot contain much amen a shallow bowl maybe you can only put a cup of water inside but a bucket is deeper and a well is even deeper are you seeing it may you be a well as far as the word of God and the things of God are concerned. Amen. In the second week I shared with you and, and I used as a scripture reference in case I'm doing this in case you missed it Exodus chapter 32 how the children of God became because they were shallow. As soon as they were faced with a test, no, they fell away. May you not fall away no matter the test of life. Amen. The second week we talked about emptiness and the fact that the word of God is there it's powerful the word of God works you may even be delivered and all that but because you are empty of the spirit of God or empty of the word of God there's nothing found so the devil goes and he comes back and your situation is worse than before hey if you are here and you have experienced divine healing before this is something you need to take care of I mean you need to notice amen yeah because it becomes like you are healed then suddenly one day you wake up and it's as if everything is back and you don't open the door and say oh my sickness has come hey no you rather rise up and say that if the sun has set me free I am free indeed and you see that the thing will go back again but if you open the door and say oh 
Ow. 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 It will return. Are you there? I said, are you there? And so we talked about things that you can fill your spirit with so that the devil will not come and find a space. Amen. Amen. And I think it's very important because people, people expose themselves without knowing that you are exposing yourself. Are you here? Yeah, you don't know that you're exposing yourself. A friend of mine was recently talking to me about a, a, a journey. He went on a professional journey, actually. He's a doctor. He went on a journey to a certain country that is totally Buddhist. And as part of the... Uh, you were supposed to be going on a tourist. You know, they had worked hard the whole day. Saturday, should we not go around? He said, ah, as they were going around, before he knew it, they were in a Buddhist temple. Yeah. And he said, ah, he should have seen the sign at the place where they stopped before. They, you see, they sort of put you in it gradually. So the first place, he had just gone in and watched. At the second place, they asked him to participate. And he said, do you mind if I don't? Are you seeing it? So he said, the third place, he stayed out. When they went in and came, the guys who went in said, hey, when we got there, we were made to worship some, something that was there. Yeah. Yeah, something. Tell me about something. Yeah. So sometimes you're walking around, you didn't, you know, and he said he just thanked God that he caught it in time. Because you don't know what you have exposed yourself to. You have just exposed yourself to something. Some of you, you are walking, you say, I'm going with my friend. It's my friend who is going to consult, not me. <laughs> but you have exposed yourself to something. Wow. Are you there? And so, so you, you must take charge of your spirit and don't open yourself to just anything. Amen. Wasn't well, last week we dealt with sinfulness, isn't it? How sin makes you draw away. You know, sin always makes you feel shy. And that's why the scriptures, I didn't share the scripture with you last week, but I want to pick it up from there because, because we, we make mistakes, you know. If I start to take statistics here, how many of you have told lies in the past week? Okay, 90%. No, but are you with me? In other words, mistakes that we don't even. Ah. Yeah, you don't even shudder, but before you know it, you are done. Before the ones we shudder. Yeah. So let's read First John chapter 1. I didn't read this last week. I want to just pick it up this week. This then is the message which we have heard of him and we declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Anywhere you see darkness you can put sin. Yeah, there's no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Hey, I hope you are worried for yourself. Because it's saying that there is no darkness, there's no lying in God. And so he is light. And if you and I are going to walk with him, we must also be 
in the light. Are you there? And it says that if we walk in the light as he is in the light, one of the signs of walking in the light of God is having fellowship with one another. And so if you are here this morning and you find that you are always struggling to come to church, you need to understand that it's a sign of something. That struggle is a sign. It's a sign that you are not happy with the light. You are trying to hide in the darkness. Are you understanding me? Understand it well. When you understand it, you also force. Because sometimes you think that, oh, I'm just a bit tired. You know, so today I just don't feel like going to church. It's not that old. It's a certain darkness, the darkness of sin trying to push you away and trying to make you stay away. Have you not discovered that when you start to lead a sinful life, the first thing you remove is church? The first thing you remove. Yeah. Even though nobody was there. Even though nobody knew. Even though nobody saw. Now you understand where it is coming from. It's because there's a certain darkness brought by sin. But that's why I thank God that the scripture doesn't end there. But it continues. And it says in verse 8. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. Oh, your Bible is saying something different. I need to read this verse because there are a number of kinds of people in the church. There are some people who are sinning all the time. There are some too who are walking around with a badge of self-righteousness. That's me as I'm here. I make no mistake. I make no mistake. I make no mistake. (laughs) Jesus is my uncle and I make no mistake. It's not true. It's not true. Even when we don't mean to. Even when we don't mean to, we make mistakes. Are you there? Or you have never found yourself blasting the trotter driver? Somebody was bossing me how? The person was bossing me how? Before she knew, she was chasing the mate. Ask me for how much? Ten percent. She said the thing just annoyed her that ah, if she had owed 10 pesos, the guy would not have dashed it to her. But now that he's supposed to give her 10 pesos, look at them, the, the thing. She forgot that Charlie, she's in public. Once you are walking around, I mean, she started to shout at the guy. The guy too, he took off into the market. She followed him, shouting like a Makola. Ma, ma, ma. Oh! Oh! Are you there? Master Zon, are you saying that? Listen, listen. You now, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Are you here? So you see that without meaning to, then later on you come and say, Ah, but why did I say that? Why did I do that? Oh, but I shouldn't have done. It's true, the person was somewhere, but me too, I shouldn't have. Eh, what insult is this that I have said? Such words should not have been. Should not have, you know, come out of my mouth. Are you there? Yeah. One day. I was coming to church, and I was together with another pastor friend whose church is at Aja. And <laughs> as we got to Ajisu roundabout, Makedi. Well, I wouldn't say Makedi in Kwasiasiamedos. So that morning, we were not wearing anything showing that we were pastors. You could just see that these people are going to church. So as we came to the roundabout, and some truck truck driver was trying to do, hey, we started blasting, brother. The Trotsky guy didn't pass them, then Trotro after him said that ah, sorry for <laughs> so as 
we drove out there, we said, yeah, if the guy knew that not only are we are sorry for, but we are both preaching in different churches, yeah, right there. Hey! Hey! And now your mad, some, 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 some tractor driver has made us forget. Oh! We have manifested in a way that even another person, not necessarily a believer, Christ, one in the ah! <laughs> I know you have not done some before. The way you are looking at me. <laughs> hey, are you in the church? But I thank God for such occasions. So we are not saying go and do what you want to do. No, but when you have done, if we confess ourselves, verse 9, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all all unrighteousness hallelujah so that we can always walk in his light amen and amen are you with me and i'm sharing this scripture so that you will not keep yourself away from god no matter what i'm only a human being but i tell my sons all the time you can tell them you can ask them i said don't do anything foolish but if you do something foolish come home come home yeah come home my church members, I'm telling my church members, they say, I do the same thing. Don't do anything foolish. But if you do, do what? What does it mean? Because I discovered many years ago that sometimes in trying to polish the thing or hide it, we rather cause more trouble. Yeah. So don't make a mistake. Don't make a mistake. But if you do, if you do, do what? Come home. Bring it home and let's see how we will sort ourselves out. That's even me, just a human being. But God says something the same. Even better. If you have sinned, eh, don't let the sin stay. Just come. As you have asked me to forgive you, I'm forgiving you. You are back in the light. Let's continue moving. Amen. Don't stay out in the darkness. Somebody, don't stay out in the darkness. Don't say, eh, every day they are preaching against fornication. If I go, I'll feel bad. Listen, you'll feel bad, but you won't die. But when you say, because of that, I won't come to church, you'll be there. The girl will come back. And this one will be back with HIV. I ask a donation. She's bringing you a donation of HIV. You should not have been there to collect it. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. So you have done wrong. Repent of it and keep walking with God. Keep on walking with God. Keep on walking with Him. Amen. Because when you don't, that's when the backsliding comes. That's when the army cry. I'm some way. You are some way. Let me ask you a question. Who is not some way? If we start from one corner of the church to the other, you will discover everybody. Please turn to your neighbor and say, Wunye. And tell a person, just like how me too. I'm also not correct. Or oh, you don't get what I'm saying. You are not correct, but I'm also not correct. <laughs> Hallelujah. And all of us are therefore dependent on the living God. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Hallelujah. Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Forgive me. Wash me in the blood of Jesus. Let me not walk in darkness. Amen. And that's why when you meet people judging others, yeah, just watch you. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. 
We have received a whole lot of condemnation over our children who dance on the stage, but we are still at it. It's not a problem. Yeah. I will prefer them being in church dancing than somewhere that my eye will not see because a dancing there will be. It's only a matter of where. <laughs> and it's only a matter of when. Oh, but pastor, they shouldn't dance this kind of dance. They should dance, you know. There. I don't think you are in this Ghana with me. I don't think you are. Yes, you bring you bring them. Let them come and dance ballroom dancing. They will go to the nightclub to do the one they are doing here. Yeah, so we just just polish it, clean it. Yeah, clean it up, but be in church. Be in church. You see, you that you are criticizing and saying, hey, but what is this? Hey, I can show you the number of people who give their lives to Christ because of these children. You, how many is against your name? How many souls have you won this year? Uh-huh. So until you have something to show. No, because there will also be people who don't like. And then you also go and win those ones. But we who like. <laughs> hey! Amen! Hey! The next one. We talked a bit about foolishness. Isn't it? Foolishness. How many of you are under the age of 30? Can I see your hand please? 30 and below. 30 and below. 30, wonderful. 30 and below. I have a scripture for you. Should I say it or I shouldn't say? Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. But the rod will drive it out of him. Yeah. Foolishness. Just because you have reached a certain height, it doesn't mean that you are grown up. I'm your pastor. Some of you, there's nothing in your head. Empty head. Hey, everybody. Hey. Empty head. Oh, my God. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. Foolishness. 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 Is it not foolishness? That's why you are sleeping around. Is it not foolishness? Look, if we even put the Bible aside, I can show you that it's foolishness. Do you know the bacteria that guy or girl is carrying? Huh? You, that's why I say, even if we haven't entered Bible, you let's put it here. Just look at normal life. Look at your feeling afterwards. When the guy moves on, girl, don't you feel like a used cloth, which is what you are? Foolishness. Or you are not getting me? Yeah. And so, and so, you must begin to see that, hey, I need the Bible to guide me. Yeah. I need the Bible to guide me. Most of you feel that, oh, but I love him anyway. Well, the generation before you two said the same thing. Some of you don't even need to look for Just look inside your family Look inside how many children are there without fathers It's a lesson for you Only that you won't look Or you feel that minus me Minus you, why? If you do what they did The same thing will happen to you I'm still continuing You are in school, you say You are in school, you say you won't learn 
You see that the A was very low. Say <laughs> so you are here. If you don't get a point, you can't do exams. Yeah. By the time comes in your life now, okay, we have finished school. Now do the work and let us see. There you are. And there you are. That's why we have electrical engineers who cannot engineer, mechanical engineers who cannot mechanic. We have the oh they don't know NATO. I'm telling you something. Hey. So they start working. Oh yeah. Architects who cannot architect. I lived in a house for eight years that had no air flowing through it. Beautiful for nothing. Take architecture. <laughs> oh, because of what? The whole system is apocryphal. Don't worry if I've called yours. Don't worry at all. The rest are the same. Yeah. Our physics people, what can they do? I'm just telling you something. Our nurses. No, I'm just saying, you see, until you start working. That's when you learn. Please, am I telling the truth or is it lie? Yeah. Until you start working. Yeah, whatever, what I can give any place, any, 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 any something. Hey. Amen. So I'm just sharing something with you, you see, because when you know it, you don't say to yourself that I know everything, which is what young people say. You rather say, wow, I need to learn. And the good thing about a young person is that your mind is very quick. So you will learn it fast. So somebody who has done electrical engineering who comes out and says, I need to learn. He goes to those who are doing practice. Remember, he has the theory. No, he has learned. He's off. But when you say you know everything, oh, you'll be there. Unable to do anything. But I'm talking about it in relation also to God and to backsliding. When you come out, you are young and you are foolish if you think that you can stand on your own. Yeah. Some of you think that you can stand on your own in school without God. May God have mercy on you. Oh, I'll come out of school and I'll get a job. Where? Did you hear how many, uh, uh, how many um, prescriptions Namco got? How many, um, what do you call this? Applications. You heard what? They, oh, they've already started with this one can't work. They, said, they are what? I hear they, they will bounce people. They have to bounce. They can't afford to employ so many. I'll get money. Do you know how many years your father before you worked? He doesn't have money. Anybody who earns a salary, nobody gets rich on a salary, so just know. Yeah? Yeah, I'm just sharing something. Then you are there, you are saying that, oh, me, dear, a girl can never make me fall. Take it easy.
I wish I had the opportunity to interview the older people here. They will tell you exactly what I'm telling you. Yes. Yes. That they will tell. Oh. Mm. I'll talk to them next week Sunday. Maybe we'll take a session. Yeah. Yeah. And some will tell you how after they learn. So many older people, they are humble. Not from <laughs> original humility. <laughs> it's something. Hey, something that we have seen that has made us just. Hey. As soon as we say, they say, hey. So God be my helper. It's God wealth. By the grace of God. Because of something. A certain foolishness has been driven out of our minds. Hey, go and ask your mother. After she has got, there are four of you. The fathers are different. Go and ask her. You'll see that she's talking in a different way. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Sounds like a preacher. Hey. She what? Sounds like a preacher. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's true. Many other people will tell you what I'm telling you. Maybe they won't have the scriptures to back it, but they can tell you that. Because when you are young, and when you are young, and you are in school, and you are studying, and you say that you will not give God his place, take it from me. Take it, I can show you 32 deleters of your future. One day, 32. Today is not a day. The mosquito is number one. Yeah, what do I mean by deleters? Things that can happen to you along the way that you didn't plan. So as you are going, you just say, Lord, are you there? Lord, this work that I'm going on, I need you to lead me. I need you every day. I need your grace. I need your mercy. I need your help. Do you know that Alexa can look at you and decide that he's failing you? Yeah. We had some testimony like that here last year. Somebody who looked, she said, I'm going to ask. I, I need to ask about this. When the person went, because I think the person had been given what percent? 17. She was given what? 17 percent. One seven over 100. When she got there, that was her mark for midterms. When she got there, her paper was found in a pile of over 900 scripts unmarked. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? It had not been marked in, the, in all the pressure to finish on time and whatever. The paper was not marked. When they marked the paper and added 70 something percent, the lecturer himself got up. He said, No, they should change the thing for it. Look. And I will say, Wait to me. Hey. I'm talking to somebody this morning. Hallelujah. And I'm saying to you that foolishness. You see, it is foolishness to think we don't need God. It is foolishness to think that you can sin and get away with it. Amen. Amen. Please, if you are sitting in your chair, sit well. You are in God's house. Don't let me embarrass you. Sit well. Amen. Amen. Today, I want to just do the last one quickly. The last point that I want to add is the last one, but maybe it should have been the first because it is probably one of the most prevalent. One of the things that will drive you away from God. Bitterness. 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 Many people say, oh, I am not bitter. So let me introduce you to the sister of bitterness or the forerunner of bitterness. The forerunner of bitterness is offense. Offense. And whoever you are in this world, offense will come. 
Some of you, even as you are sitting in church this morning, somebody has already offended you right here. Right here. You were about to sit on this chair. The usher came and said, this chair, you cannot sit here. So you moved to another chair. They said, oh, this one too is for the dancers. You were going to the third chair. Then you are like, ah! Me alone, just one church. I say, I'm coming to one church. One chair that, how many chairs can I sit on? One chair that I want to sit on too, they will not give me peace. Oh, it's, oh, it's not an offense. Look, if it happens three times in the same meeting, I tell you. So, yeah, you, you will not be happy. You will not be happy. One day, I went to a wedding somewhere. When I got there, I was sitting there. I didn't know the parents of the. In fact, the whole, the couple. I didn't know their parents. I only knew the couple. That was what took me there as a pastor. And I had come early, and I was just waiting around. When I saw a couple enter, you see the way they entered the room. I knew that this must be the parents of the guy or the girl. Just anyway, as they came and they came and sat. If you are an usher and you are young, that's when you just go and tell somebody to move. But if you are a little older and you know that you don't know everybody, you would have asked the question that, oh please, are you the parents of the No question was asked through. So the couple were moved from there. The person who moved the couple moved them to the next seat. Well, the next seat were for the train that follows. So after they had sat there a little while, somebody else came and said, eh, please, eh, where are you? <laughs> it is for the rider train. So they got up and went to sit far away. But that's how I said this before. They are parents of the the way I'm seeing this thing. So <laughs> it wasn't my church. It was it was it was one of our branches somewhere. So I said, let me go and look for Chief Asha. So I went to ask who is Chief Asha. And I said, please come. Do you know something? I think this couple. I think they are parents. Oh. <laughs> Then the person said, but why are they sitting there? I said, because your people did they ask. They moved them from here. Move them from here. <laughs> hey. I'm talking about even in a church. These people were visitors in a church. You can be so offended, you say that, look. Yeah. So the person said, oh, let me find. I said, don't find the asha. You yourself. Go yourself. Handle it yourself. Yeah. And I remember they sat there, uh, even after it had been handed, they sat there until the wedding was about to start. Then they now. Are you here? This is a light offense compared to some of the offenses that can happen in life. And I really wish I could say to you that you will never be offended again. But unfortunately, according to the scriptures, the Bible promises us offenses. Luke chapter 17 and verse 1. It's a promise. Whoever you are, something will offend you. Then said he unto the disciples, It is impossible but that offenses will come. In other words, dole dole. Kodi kodi. Surely, surely. Offense there, it will come. You, can, you may want to entertain yourself with the end there, but woe unto him through whom they come. It doesn't change the fact that you are offended. 
Or you don't understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so that is why this point is so important. Because since as we go through life, things will offend us. We need to let go of those things because an offense that you do not handle becomes bitterness. And bitterness leads you to isolation. And isolation takes you away from God. It makes you backslide. It makes you backslide. That's why you must deal with it. Let's look at another scripture. Hebrews 12, 15. It says, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. But this is the part I need us to see. Lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you. If you leave an offense and you allow the offense to stay, it will trouble you. Are you there? What am I saying? I said, if you what? If you leave the offense and you allow it to stay, it will be a root of bitterness. That's why some of you, when something happens and the person is trying to say that, oh, don't be offended. Oh, I'm not offended at all. It's not true. The thing is a root. It hasn't come out yet. (laughs) It's a root. It's lying there. So the guy broke your heart when you were 16. You say it's not a problem. Until at the age of 23. Now somebody wants to marry you. And suddenly you have begun to build a mountain that we cannot see the top, we cannot see the under. The root has finally become a tree. And you and I know that removing a root is not as hard as removing a tree. To bring the tree down before we now start to attack the root. And if you don't deal with it, it will trouble you. It will trouble you. That's why bitterness against your father, you have to leave it. Ish. Mm. Mm. Hey, when my father had me, didn't look after me. He left me. So it's all true. But that root of bitterness, if you leave it, it will what? Trouble you. Because sometimes when we are talking to people and saying, forgive, let go, then they say, eh, but what the person did is not right. If I let it go, it means that what they did is right. No, 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 no. No, no. Did you see the scripture? It will trouble who? I didn't hear the answer. I said it will trouble who? Exactly. Your root of bitterness does not trouble whoever or whatever made you bitter. It troubles you. Hmm. The church has become very quiet. It troubles you. One of the troubles, you see, because it troubles you, all of us, we try to move away from what troubles us. And that is why we are isolated. That's why you step back. Have you not seen that the friend who offends you, your very first feeling is to step back? Sometimes it's even wise to step back. But if you leave the route there, you will not have another friend. You say, hmm, friends, I know them. <laughs> I don't know if you see what I'm saying. Yeah. It is, I am not saying every friendship is good. What I'm saying is that do not let the offense sit in you. You must heal. You must heal. How do you know whether you are healed? What happens to you when you think about the person? 
there's a reaction you are not healed what happens to you when you pray for the person that's what somebody is giving me the answer I say you can't pray <laughs> you can't it's a sign that this thing I have to deal with it it's not dead it's not dead otherwise it will do what trouble you hey are you in the house then the scripture in Hebrews twelve fifteen goes on to say and thereby many be defiled let me take a few minutes on that one there are many people who have caused destruction because of the bitterness in their hearts some of you who are against your fathers is from the bitterness of your mother some against your mother is from the bitterness of your father as a continent Africa we have smelt pepper from leaders who we have had who had very difficult childhoods didn't deal with their bitternesses grew up with the bitternesses and came to wreck it out on their nations after this go and look up on the lifestyles of all the uh, what do you call them the dictators we have had all of them this is the common root all of them somebody just wrote recently in the united states the u.s of a there have been a series they are always oh people have come and they are shooting in the schools and they are killing children and they are this and that and the person wrote in block letters why is nobody talking about the one thing common to all these guys all of them all of them had father issues all of them father of family issues bitterness that has not been touched and the scripture says it will defile many so it now rises up and it now begins to take out this one and that one there are whole generations and whole families yeah are you there are you understanding what i'm saying or you are thinking that oh you two finish the point i should finish the point i can't finish it because it is you that that feeling is assigned to you that feeling that feeling move on leave it move on you are like somebody who is hurt and when the nurse comes to hold your arm what do you want to say leave it leave it leave it leave it are you there one day I had to go and see my dentist. My dentist is my friend. I go there because I have to go often. And one time he was working on something. And he hit something. The pain, eh? I hit his hand. Without even thinking. I didn't even think about it. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. I was just, oh, relax. Oh, finish what you I don't know. Look, he... T- hey! Before I could stop myself, I had... Mr. <laughs> SMC. Let me go to my nest. I please, you're right. This, which one? Yeah, this, you're right. Yeah. I picked it like that. Yeah. What? <laughs> Are you here? And I'm saying to you that you must let go. You must let go. Because if not, that's what the bitterness will do. You will suddenly be in a situation. Nothing. You can you imagine me if I was in a hospital. The doctor saw my friend. And I had done that. Hey. The person, uh, uh, please, mommy. Hey, sorry, call. <laughs> hey, sorry, call. Hey, why? Uh, uh, yeah. Now you're blowing. Now you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're yeah. What about me? Yeah, me, me, me. Hey, Charlie, it's been very wild. 
Hallelujah. But many are defiled. And some of you, the defiling of your life is because of hurts you have refused to let go. You need to let go of it. I'm reading a scripture. I'm reading a scripture, then I'll be finishing. Are you in the house? Yeah. Pastors too, sometimes we get there. Yeah. Oh yeah, pastor, we can easily be offended. Oh my goodness gracious. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, are you in the house? What do your neighbor say? Hey. I need you to deal with your bitterness. And I'm taking you to a scripture in Matthew chapter 5. I've read the scripture in this church over and over, but I have to read it again. Matthew 5.44 says, But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. I like to turn it upside down because I find it works better. If you will pray, not about the issue, for the person. (laughs) If you will pray for the person, that's where even the ability to love them and to treat them okay will come from. But what will happen? It will free you. That's all. Is it not your freedom we are looking for? Yeah. It will free you. Let me say one thing before I leave the issue of offense. When you are offended, you don't respond like normal people do to normal things. Yeah. One time, I was very offended about something. And it had taken me a while. And then one day, the Lord showed me a picture that helped me to understand. I had burnt my hand on an iron. And it's a, you know what happens when it's burnt. So I was going to take a shower in Tamale when the temperature is 42 degrees. A shower is really nice because you need it. So something everybody's looking forward to. There's also no water at that time, usually it's with the bucket. So when you get a shower, Charlie, Christmas Abba. So I was somewhere where Christmas Abba. And I was going to now have enjoyed my shower, but because of this wound on my hand, I had to put the hand somewhere. <laughs> so I literally put the hand somewhere. And then I was having my shower. Then the Lord said, Ah, why is your hand there? And you're not bathing it. I said, Ah, but Lord, it's because of the wound. They said, Oh, is water painful? I said, Lord, no. It's so painful. I said, No. He said, uh-huh. when you are hurt, things that are not painful, they hurt you. They hurt you. He said, but is it normal to have your shower with your hand over? Because my hand had dripped like this. The wall or something was up there and I put my hand like that. He said, is it normal? I said, no. He said, yeah, if you allow hurt to remain, you'll become abnormal. It's not normal. He said, is water not enjoyable? I said, yes. yes. He says, when you are hurt, things that other people enjoy, everybody enjoys, you can't enjoy it. Yeah. And it was from that description I understood that I have to heal. I'm talking to some people here today. It's been enough years. It's been enough going over and over the same situation. It's been enough of the accusing of somebody. Hey, but pastor, can you not see that he's wrong? Today we're not discussing him, we're discussing you. You can't do anything about somebody else. You can't make her say sorry. You cannot make him say sorry. 
but you can make you say what you need to say this morning is you I'm talking about and I want you to let go so that the root of bitterness will be removed it's your life I'm talking about are you here yes. hey, but the person you see that person eh? lead them to God oh. I tell you if you know our God eh? hmm. you will even pray for the person I'm telling you the Bible calls you the apple of God's eye and you have taken your hand to knock the apple of God's eye something will happen to you or you don't understand what I'm trying to say Yeah, as I sit in this church there are some people who are related to me by blood you will not know but the day you stretch your hand to come in <laughs> you will be shocked at what will yeah I don't know if you understand what I'm saying yeah right now it looks like oh we are all the same we are all the same they say so I'm going to take your cutlass and cut you bring the cutlass you'll be shocked that before your cutlass come my gun has fired uh-huh. so you are the apple of God's eye and somebody from somewhere has taken the hand to and you think God will be there and be quiet no 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 please you just sort yourself out leave the person for God do you understand me leave him leave her leave it leave whatever leave them for God but you that root of bitterness you got to pull it out if you don't it will drive you away from him every once in a while you're going to rise up and say but you God were you not there when this happened some of you have started already mm. Hey, but if you are not, that is why I sleep around. But you see, when you are done, you are the one who has become somebody's bonum address. Never mind the reason. You are the one. Are you understanding me? This afternoon, this afternoon, as we end our service, I want you to reach up to God and say, Lord, today I give up my right to be offended about this issue. I give it up. And if you have a little strength, you pray your first prayer for the person. Your first prayer for the person. Is it easy? No. Does it work? Yes. How do I know? I've used it before. Not once. Not twice. And the word of God works. Stand to your feet this afternoon. I'm reading a scripture. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 31 says, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Put it away from you. Amen. How will you find the strength to put it away? God will help you. This afternoon, I want you to pray. Your prayer is a prayer letting go tell God that this root of bitterness I I don't want it I don't want to spoil my life I don't want to spoil the life of others I'm letting it go I'm trusting you Lord I'm trusting you I'm trusting you talk to the one who he holds your soul in his hands he knew when he placed you where he placed you and if you will allow him he will turn your life around that we have are the places that the anointing eventually pours out of talk to him allow him allow him to dig deep in there and remove the roots 
pray, even pray for the person. If you cry, so be it. No problem. The healing has started. Because to open an old wound can be painful. But I promise you, I promise you that it will heal. Lift up your voice and talk to God at this time. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. And ask him to let that root be pulled out. Let that root be pulled out. Let that root be pulled out. Some of you got to move on with your life. You have to move on. You got to move on. You can't keep coming back to stumble at that same place. Trust him. Let him take out that root and allow yourself to be refreshed by his presence. God is for you and that he will help you and that he will lift you up allow him to work in you and to deal with you and to do what he has to do Ask him to turn around the things that have been difficult because of these issues. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Shandala Masundelebria. Ask him to wash you in the blood. Shandala Masundelebrebebebebe. Runda la baba sendelebebebebebebebebebe. Banda la baba la baba la baba la baba. He must send the Labranda Lababa. Shane did a bit of it. Raman the Laba Saint did it. Roki Sandalababa. Shane did a bit of it. Shanda Lababababababandi. Reba Sandalababandi. Rain the Liberty.
this afternoon you want to just bow down your head if you are here and you are saying that Lord I want you to take out that root of bitterness just where you are standing lift up your hand as I pray you're saying something Lord I want to move on from this issue I want to go on it stopped me it has been in me but right now Lord I want that root out just lift up your hand where you are standing I want to pray Father I ask that you look at the hands of all your children as these hands are lifted up oh God may every root in, of bitterness be taken out today in the name of Jesus whatever the cause of them oh God Father we say that we have let go we ask Lord that you will enter into our lives heal that place oh God and let good fruit come grant us the grace to lift up the perpetrators or those who have hurt us oh God grant us the grace to pray for them so that all the poison in us will drain out thank you for loving us enough thank you for the forgiveness that you also give to us as we forgive others in the mighty name of Jesus and everyone shall say amen as every head is bowed and every eye is closed as you are here this afternoon maybe you need to give your life to Jesus you are not sure that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life it is even more important it's the beginning of everything and you are here and you need to give your life to Jesus and you know it I want to pray with you wherever you are standing lift up your hand you are saying I need to pray I need to give my life to Jesus lift up your right hand and we'll pray together lift up your hand and we'll pray you're saying I need to give my life God bless you God bless you God bless you for your hands God bless you God bless you God bless you now if you've lifted up your hand please come to me this afternoon just come let the ashes of the pastors direct you just come come unto Jesus come unto Jesus God bless you God bless you keep coming God bless you 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 God bless you. You are standing in the congregation. Your heart is beating. It's a sign. The Lord is calling you this afternoon. Please step out and come. Don't let your friend's face or your friend's comment put you off. Just come. This is one-on-one. Just you and God. Just step out and come. Thank you. God bless you. Now, if you're standing in the congregation, you just want to join us. If you're in front here, please pray this prayer after me. You want to say, Lord Jesus. I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for these young men. As they stand here before you today, I pray that you stretch your hand over them. Keep them, O God. Watch over them. Let them experience you in their lives. And may they never backslide. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank 
you for listening to Lady Reverend Dr. Joy Bruce. We believe you have had an encounter that will change your life. Keep listening to messages by Lady Reverend Dr. Joy Bruce of the First Love Church, Ehudiasi. For more information, live video messages and updates, please visit our Facebook page, Dr. Joy Bruce. God bless you.